I don't believe it. That's Clone Force 99. This is Wrecker, Hunter, Echo, Tech, and Crosshair. Obviously, we are different. We're all you're getting. We're all you need. They call themselves the Bad Batch. Experimental Unit Clone Force 99. The defective clones with the uh, desirable mutations. This is one meeting I don't want to miss. Welcome to another edition of the Dad Batch Podcast, episode 45. My name is Stephen Schultz and I am your host in the pilot seat today. And you know I can't do it alone. With us, as always, the other Dad Batchers, your space daddies. First up, take off your pants and jacket. What's his age again? <laughs> it's Joe Lara. <laughs> How are you, man? Wow. Hey. What's his age again? Doing well, man. Doing well. Where are you? <laughs> no, it, was a, it was such a good show. Went to the Blink-182 concert last night in San Diego, celebrating our 25th anniversary. Um, and we got a lot of questions, you know, like, wait, wait, you're taking your wife to a Blink show? Like, have has she heard the lyrics to that band? You know, <laughs> and uh, you know, it's her idea. No, we, we both enjoyed it. Yeah, it, it was it was great. It was a great Great, great night. Totally fine. Very cool, man. How long have you guys been together? 25 years. Wow. Is that 25. the... Yeah. What is that? The silver anniversary? Yes. Silver, silver. silver anniversary. Okay, okay. Yeah. Wow. Dude, you're straight looking like Luke Perry in those pictures, dude. Dude, so <laughs> th- those pictures that I shared... <laughs> now, like, we were <laughs> in the... 90210. <laughs> Heck yeah, man. Um... It was good. It was a good weekend as well. We did a troop at the the Padres baseball game, which was Father's Day Sunday. Got a troop in. My younger son was a wrangler, so hung out with him all day. And he's he's a really great wrangler. He, he worked with us, uh, our crazy bad batch. Um, Austin has wrangled us. Austin he has, has wrangled, wrangled us. And he is it's a great not easy wrangler. to do. Uh, so he's experienced. But yeah, good times. <laughs> right on, man. Uh, next up. He's sipping on that gin and juice box. <laughs> it's Rainy Shannaday. <laughs> I got my Capri Sun right here. I'm going this on the video. So, uh, yes, we're all here at uh, Chrome and Go headquarters. Yes. So we're all huddled around a mic, the mic like campfire, and uh, trying to see if we can overcome the technical difficulties that usually plague us when we try doing something like this. But, uh, yeah, no, I'm good. So, How was your week? Yeah. Interesting, <laughs> and I'll leave it at that. <laughs> okay, right on. Uh, I know that uh, we've been we've been here at Chromago headquarters, as you put it, uh, slushing and gushing all day, getting ready for that one thousand subscriber uh, helmet to give away. Well, that's right. Um, so it is now casted, and you'll be able to get one yourself. Uh, casted by the best poppy in the world, it's John Rodriguez. <laughs> Hey. <laughs> What's, What's up, up guys? Me? What's up? Welcome to my room. Welcome to <laughs> Welcome to my house. No, it's like more, more like Borat. I guess it Easy still Borat. works, right? 
My wife. <laughs> My wife. Um, Very nice slushing. Yeah. I'll tell you what, guys. Uh, I've been having a ball playing, playing footy. I played yesterday. I had such a good game. But uh, immediately after, I told you guys, my ankle hurts so bad uh, in more places than before. So, uh, yeah, I'm going to go get that. Rip to your ankle. But, yeah, but, but well, if I put on the brace, I, I got that, that like Muay Thai brace that you recommended. I, I got mm-hmm. those. Mm-hmm. I, I was wearing them all day today. I wear them. Um, if I wear that. Did it help? And my, my soccer cleats are like super tight as well. They're like elastic sort of. There's no laces on them. And if I wear those together, it's everything is really held in place together, and it lets me play. And I, pl- I still have maneuverability. Yeah, like I can still play, and it, like my ankle isn't loose; it's super tight. Uh, the problem is when I take everything off, and it's loose, and it's like uh, it hurts so bad. Um, so I will get it checked out eventually. But I played amazingly last night. I'm having so much fun doing that, and everything else is. Do you, do you ice it after the game? Do you, do you dunk it in ice no, water? No, I should. I, I thought about it. Well, you should. I thought about it last night. I'm like, dang, I should throw this in ice. And I got home and it was late. I play, I play at like 10. So like, it's like 10 to 11, 1130-ish. Get home at like midnight. Like midnight yeah, you home. know, so I'm like, ah. I'm like, just get ready to go to bed. Just just do it in a bucket. Do a cold a cold. I know, I know. I should. Ankle. But I get home late, so I'm kind of like, eh. And then I can do it the next day, but I don't. Anyway, good week. Thank you. Doing great. <laughs> it, yeah it's a weird inter- triple threat weird dude. yeah i'm like looking at you yeah. yeah but but looking at you here <laughs> looking at you there it's like a Stephen. you guys are doing you guys are together because of a you guys are doing the slumber party i hear and, and you're gonna have chili in the morning is that <laughs> yeah is that so we're gonna have chili in bed it's a new tradition <laughs> we're, we're, we're gonna make it a, a thing uh we're, we're gonna cooking. throw whatever we can find in it though it's gonna be really interesting um Nice. No, no, we're going to go to Scum and Villainy a little later tonight. So if you hear this, it will have already happened. But we're going tonight to go see Sunfield. <laughs> yeah, because yeah, yeah, we're going that. tonight, which will there's a few will watching. have been like two days ago or something. Wouldn't listen. So you heard that? Anybody that's in uh, Orange County? or If you can time travel, LA, come join live. us tonight. And, and then uh, get a few in the live watching. We don't want to reveal everything yet, but we're also going to be doing some reconnaissance work. Oh yeah, uh, something coming up. So tonight's episode is going to be a little short because we have uh, people to see and things to do, but we promise that uh, it'll be definitely worth it very soon. And you'll—I hate to be so cryptic, but we say it's going to be short. Let's face it; it's still going to be the same. Yeah, that's it's going to end up being the same. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Or or maybe not. You never know. We'll, We'll see. Uh, live from a not so seedy hotel room, still on the road. <laughs> it's Brian Cook. How are you, buddy? Um, I'm ready to go home. <laughs> Four days, right? This hotel is. Four days left. No, I'm I'm going home tomorrow, tomorrow. But I have been home four days out of the past three weeks. Oh, I. But wait, so you're going uh, you're going back tomorrow? We we pod. And then for yeah. how long? That's it. You're done. I'm ho- you stay home. I got some day trips to make, but yeah, you're good then. Okay, another cool. three days. So the, the this this is good. I because because literally I, I we podcasted last week. I left on Thursday. I came home for an hour and a half on Sunday on Father's Day. Rip rip to my Father's Day. I drove eight hours. Oof. My family gave me these beautiful noise canceling headphones. Oh, 
Also, everything sounds really good. You guys sound amazing. You sound good too. Surprisingly. Score. Now I'll just remember. I realized I messaged y'all like I have a mic. I could travel mic. I all this time I've been traveling. I could have had a mic. Are you using it now? No, I don't. Do you see a mic? No. No. Okay. No mic. Never mind. It would be here. Right in here. Excuse me. <laughs> but yeah, I'm excited to go home tomorrow. So I'm a little, I'm a little crispy. So yeah. But I'm here. Word. How you doing, Stephen? I'm okay. <laughs> I'm really out of my element here. <laughs> Is that keyboard on your chest, like? <laughs> Flavor Flav, where's oh, no, it's his security? It's, he's keeping, it's keeping him warm. Yeah. My, my, it's his security blanket. I'm, I'm running the show in producer mode on my side. He's like, so. "What am I doing?" Um, wow. Yeah, I just flavor Flav. I'm, I'm a little sleepy. Yeah, it's, it's, it's because of what John's been you'll be getting, in the room. You'll be getting sleepy. Oh, that wasn't the sushi. Yeah, it will be the sushi as well. There's that plus other plus mystery contact. Mystery contact, yeah. Mystery contact is occurring. That's how you get the smoked chili flavor, though. Smoked mm. chili, chilied. And hey, seriously, um, do you want to do you want to talk about our um, our what? How do we celebrate Father's Day? It was actually Stephen, Ramy, myself, and and one of our kids that joined us. Um, oh, that's right, father oh, son. Thanks, Galaxy thanks, Podcast. Joe. Yeah. Uh, so we were recently on. Uh, the Father Son Galaxy podcast. I'm sorry, Father yep. Son Galaxy podcast. Is that what I said? That's what you yeah. said. That is what you said oh, twice. Yep, that's what you said. <laughs> oh. The effects are kicking in. Uh, Steven's much closer to the source, so hey, I'm man. assuming that's why it's got. Well, he's going to get through it. It's yeah. fine. Focus. Yeah, so we were on the Father Son Galaxy podcast. So Joe, <laughs> Steven, myself, and then we each had our sons on there with us too. So, or at least uh, at least one of each of us had our, our sons on there. So uh, we were on there and uh, it was a good conversation. So everybody go check out that episode. Uh, they've done a few. So I know they had, they did uh, Mike and Zoe Hinton uh, on Father's Day. And then I think oh, cool. on Friday of last week, they had Clayton Sandell on. So they've got a few episodes, if not out already, at least in the hopper. So we're one of them. Awesome. Yeah. Father's yeah, son. Podcast. Father Son Galaxy. Father Son Galaxy. Yeah. And got it. Sorry. Starwars.com sends out their little email newsletter every week. And there was an article in this week's about that about, podcast too. About them. About them, yeah. Oh, cool. Really? Shout oh, out to sweet. them. I'm gonna put it on my story right now. So anyone hey, that listens and shout to out to Keith, man. Quickly. That is the coolest kid. I mean, he was like Drinking, cool drinking from his little martini glass. Yeah, like a martini asking glass. Asking us really good <laughs> questions. <laughs> Metal martini yeah. glass. That thing was Metal like made martini. in outer space. Yeah. Oh yeah. Space oh. age. And we we think that uh, yeah. he might be due for a three D printer very soon. So Ooh. fingers Ooh. crossed for you, it Keith. Might might just one happen. of us. Yeah. That's a cool shirt, Ramy. You like the shirt? Yeah. So the camera yeah. can't see it, but I am. Uh, I didn't know they. I didn't know they, they actually made Echo merch. And, and, I know it's impossible to find Echo merch, but Heroes and Villains actually has like three different designs. So I've got this one. What? This one again. The camera can't see me. If you but, stand uh, up, come here. Stand all up. right. Oh gosh. Show the world for an audio podcast. Let's model it. So. Check it out. Yeah, so, specialist clone trooper. Specialist clone trooper. Echo's got the ninety nine. Pictures of him tonight. 
That's gone. Of this? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. there you go. Yeah. See? Yeah. Take advantage of our. So, yeah, so our friends. Ironically, our, uh, ironic, ironically, they have no crosshair merch. Ironically. They don't. They've got Cad Bane, which is cool. Dad, Dad Bane. Yeah. Go figure. Dad Bane. But yeah. Uh, so, yeah, Heroes and Villains, go check it out. And I, I know there's Echo fans out there, and there's not a lot of Echo merch. So, it's the only place you can find it. <laughs> Ooh. I know. Where's Echo? Hi, doggy. Yeah, my dogs and cat, they're being menaces. Thank you, everybody, for tuning in. If you'd like to rep your support for the show, pick up your new Space Daddy's shirt or stickers at thedadbatch.com. This garbage is nothing like clone armor. Looks a little tight on you, old man. Yeah. I know how to wear it. That's right, everybody. It's time for the weekly workbench. All right, gentlemen, who is working on what? I mean, I've been gone for another week. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I've been Sick. gone. So, what? What's the first thing you're going to work on, Brian, when you get a chance? My when I went home for the hour and a half on Sunday, my belt for Star Lord came in. Was that um was that a custom build or was that no, something that, you... I got it on Amazon actually. It was very affordable. Um I, it was like 40 bucks and uh, um it's pleather but I will doctor it up and make it look real nice, Clark. Now that's that's nice. at your house but you're not there. So do, do have you had your hands on it yet? Have you seen it? Yes. Okay. Yes, cuz when I came home on Sunday uh the package Packages were there, and I opened it up and looked at it and went, wow, this is awesome, and then I left. So. <laughs> but at least you got eyes on it, so you know you know, yeah. you got something to it's look good. forward to. And that was the final piece. So I have everything for Star-Lord. And before I left, before I came back, when I was home and I podcasted, I did print a crosshair shin. Oh, so the new the ones. CRL crosshair. The, the new, so, uh, the new yep, files, the new right? Your design, cool. yes. Print well, came out perfect. Not my so. design. I just fixed it. Well, modified modifications. Yes. So, hey Brian, it, do you have yeah. do you have the critical piece for that character that you're making from Marvel? Do you have a Walkman or a some sort of device with the Sony headsets that you can play music? the Zune? It's a Zune. So, yeah. My plan is my my plan is to wear the helmet. Like I want. I want you're doing the OG. You're doing uh, volume, volume one, one, yeah. Volume one, Star Lord, and I don't. Most Star Lord cosplayers like to have all the accoutrements, the bag and the the ball the with ball. the stone in it, and the head. Which Stephen has. Stephen has that ball. You can borrow and it. The, Come by and pick it up. And the yes, I'll be right there. <laughs> and the. <laughs> like just all the stuff and i actually just like it just where he's got his jacket like, he's got the helmet he's got his blasters and then the leg rockets and that's it I okay i was gonna that. say you gotta have those leg rockets i mean i got the leg rockets yes gotta have so those i want to pretend like i'm flying around in space there you go that's my goal but yeah i don't i didn't i saw the headphone thing i was like yeah i'm good i'm good cool. skipping yeah <laughs> I, I want to you to that. when we're at Dragon Con, I expect you to like kick in the door and you're gonna do the dance from the beginning of volume one. Hell yeah, dude. All the way through the lobby. 
Oh, dude. Yeah. We'll, 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 we'll Instagram live that. And you can just grab someone's hot dog and sing into it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. I, and then hopefully there's someone the like. I'll be with the hot dog. There it is. Okay. So we don't have to offend anybody. Fine, fine, fine. fine. Keep it I know we probably wouldn't be there if like Twilsy was no, there no. in his war machine and it could be like. <laughs> so he's, so an, he's idiot. an idiot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Or if there's a nebula, look out! There's an idiot in the landing. Nice. You guys can call me idiot all day. So, idiot. what a bunch of freaking a holes! Amy, what you got there, dude? Okay, so um, I've got my. Oh boy! So I, this is something that I worked on for my denizen build. I'm turning it on here. Uh, let's see. Device. What? Oh, the hang heck? on. Ramy will be this, wearing this to Scum and Villainy in about two hours. This is the gauntlet? Yeah. Okay. So, so, sick. so this is the gauntlet I'm holding up to the camera for our audio podcast. So in case you can see, there's, oh, I man. have inside of this thing is an iPod touch. And so this gauntlet and, and look, you can, I can flip open this little uh, door so that I can get, ah. so that I can get to the button to turn it on and off. And then it magnets back shut. So, cool. so it's just it's hinged on this little thing, and then I incorporated, Magnets. I incorporated a a hinge mechanism into the gauntlet itself, so I can open it up. Sorry, I'm, everything's all mirrored, so Sick. you can see that I just have the iPod tape taped in there for now. But we can switch that. If that's the mirrored look. It's intense, so, dude. Wow, that thing's next level, dude. So I'm gonna take the files you for really, this. It's so clean. I promise in the next couple of days, and I'll do a post on Instagram. I'm gonna post some pictures of this little video, and I will put the files out there. So if anybody's got a compatible iPod Touch, you're more than welcome to print it out. I have no. This was printed in resin. I kind of modeled it to be printed in resin. Um, I modeled it with that in mind. So I don't. You could print it on a normal FDM printer. The only thing you might have trouble with is the hinge mechanism because the hinge actually uses a piece of um, PLA filament just fed down through a little hole here that that feeds through the this channel that's inside here so that's actually the the hinge and the piano hinge that's just part of the model so yeah i can actually do like dude. facetime calls on this thing or whatever so it'll it'll actually be pretty cool like i could be at an event and actually like call you guys from my compad so that's awesome so cool. that's what i brought for but show it's made and tell for today. like an old but it's made for an old I've, uh, I've, it's an, an, iPod, an iPod touch. IPod. It's like a, I don't know, like it, so that's six, like a little seven, iPhone six gen iPod touch. It's like a little iPhone kind of thing. Who, who has those things laying around? Me. You know, like They're so that? expensive. You, yeah. you want to get one? Now? I don't know if you can tell the, like, like I use that rust paint and it came out like so gritty. Heck yeah. You did. And rusty. Yeah. Looks awesome. So Heck yeah. Stuff Is right that the there. colors that, um, are those the colors that you chose or are those colors that were part of that um, that that sort of call to everybody watching? Oh, this so Mando. this is not like, for my Mando. This is for my this Denizen. This is Denizen, right. So the helmet that I've got where I took and I put the fabric oh, okay. in the top and it looks like Pondababa's sleeve is what we, we joked that it was. Um, <laughs> so I, these are the same colors. Got so it. It's got the orange. This is paint, but on the everywhere else in the costume, the orange is actually uh, fabric. Um, yes. But then the blue that's on here is kind of the accent color okay. that I used on that helmet as well. And then this is the same kind of gunmetal paint. So, and then I spray it with a texture to make it look like cast iron. So if you see it in person, it's textured and it looks like a cast iron frying pan. It does. Teflon. And that's just, uh, 
That's nice. 3M Super 7, Super 77 uh, spray glue that I just yeah. missed on. And then I paint over it and it leaves that texture in there. So, voila. Pro tip. Pro tip. Pro tip. Heard it here. Um, is that, that's, is that it? That's it for me. Book of, book of the work. Um, I worked on a, I, I finished a couple things this week. I finished the Praetorian Guard that's sitting b- behind me. You can't really see it, but. If you're uh, follow me on Instagram, you can probably see it. Um, that was printed by GC Props, and the model is by Mystery Makers. And it was just this thing that was like, oh, I kind of got it in a trade, and it's like, all right, I'll paint it, and uh, I did, and it came out pretty cool. Uh, I, I like how it looks a lot. Um, and I also finished that Mega Man helmet that I got printed. Um, that is, uh, it's printed by Synthetic Foundry on instagram they're like all like Mega Man and zero they have all sorts of crazy armor pretty pretty cool account um thank you for bringing me my ojo ojo Mega Man. you may now have cake pie and ice cream <laughs> there it is it was actually pretty Do you know that's that? actually pretty does good does anyone know good voice. does anyone that's know adam that? sandler does anyone know you that? did the voice pretty well there brian yeah. no I don't know. Was that M. Sandler was or uh, it's Cartman? It's from it's from it's Cartman from South oh, Park. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's I totally birthday. got it. Yeah. And he t- and he tells all of his guests to bring him the different pieces of the Ultra Ultra Mega Man, so he can create the Ultra 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 Mega Man. And if you brought him the correct Mega Man, you got to have cake, pie, and ice cream. <laughs> well. Oh, I want to jump in with one more thing. So I hand delivered some, but not all because we're not all in the same place. Some of the Mosh Isley exclusive dad batch guitar picks. So Stephen and John, Stephen and John have their batches now. So we'll get uh, Brian and Joe some here soon too. So nice. Brian can vicariously give them away. Nice. On on the day of Mosh, that's actually a good segue. I'm gonna flick them like. Um, two yeah, you're gonna you're gonna go down to the the local gun shop and just flick them at people. Gonna rock on with my socks on. I'll get a troop or, going. Or maybe you thing. can bring them to okay. DragonCon, Brian. There's that. Yep. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. There's that idea. I'll get on a troop here. So I finally got a good idea um, on my workbench to to actually get this guitar done. Um, I have one of the guitars that is going to be given away. I'm gonna paint it. So I've, I think I have a really good idea. But I needed stencils, and so I went ahead and finally got a, a cricket, one of those. Oh, uh, one of those machines that makes stencils. you know stencils and stickers. Yeah. And, yeah, yeah. It took took me a while to get to to get one. I don't know why it took me so long to get one. But did you um, have a laser cutter. Fun. Which one yeah. did you get? Yeah, could you? I do have a laser cutter, but this is something else. Sorry, what? No, I was going to ask the same question. Like a vinyl cutter. Could could the laser cutter not not also yeah, do yeah. this or no? It, it could. Um, I just wanted something that's just fire and forget. It, it's designed to do this one thing. I probably could do the laser cutter. Um, Which cricket yeah, did I'm you get? Just, I'm just a, Big cricket, little cricket? Uh, uh, no, it's like the, I guess, mid-range one. It's like the number two. It's basically the number three is replacing the number two. So you so can, I got the so you can cut, you can cut um, probably paper and foam too. Or uh, not paper, like cardstock, like heavier weight stuff. Yes, can cut 
cardstock yeah. and make cards and that kind of thing. Uh, this was to make stencils that I can use for the guitar, but also, yeah. you know, if I want to put arabesque lettering on a bucket or do something really yeah. cool, um, those are nice little details that really make it tight. I think uh, Luke does that a lot. Um, Ramey, you do some of that stuff too, right? You yeah. guys. So yeah. I was going to ask you got you got one of the crickets or cry cuts or whatever they are, right? I don't know how to it's say it. Cricket. Cricket. Yeah. So I'm I'm curious. Mm-hmm. How big is that? How, how what's the size it's, of the um, machine? How many? Printer. How many? How many, how many nozzles, nozzles is it? Yeah. Well, there's uh, half a ring. I got a direction nozzle. here. I'm going. Okay. So okay. How much was it? This one was two hundred bucks. Okay. So. You've seen the one I've got, Steven, and I'm not, it's not about, oh it's not God. about size, but <laughs> I've got one that's like, it's like three feet wide and I, and I pay barely, I, but I, I can like, uh, one of the, that's a lot of girls, the cars that was on display at celebration in Chicago. Like we cut the vinyl on that. We cut the vinyl on uh, my machine for that. And so like, you can do some pretty brag about well, it. Well, I'm just saying like, if you go on, if you go on eBay um, and you look at vinyl cutters, um, you can get machines that are for the same price as the Cricut that are huge. I, I, okay. So but you got the, I soft, will the say, software's not the same and that's the trick. Like I think the Cricut's I, like a nice yes, ecosystem yeah. and it all kind of works together. And so there's that. It's kind of the apple of vinyl cutters, right? So a vinyl it's cutter, super, a vinyl cutter, you need to know how to use Illustrator and Photoshop. Like you need a little more skills where I will say the Cricut is yep. – you. You take a picture of something, you plop it in, you can make it into a sticker in 10 minutes. Yeah. So, yeah. So I, my, my point is that there's just like everything, there's different options and you can trade. It's like we say, you can trade time for money. So if you've got the skills and, and the tools and whatever to, to do the illustrator or, or Photoshop work, or what, you can get a different machine and, and get some different sizes out of I, that thing. I think a vinyl cutter only cuts vinyl too, right? Well, what I'm else? Sure. What else does the cricket cricket cut? Oh, you can cut foam. You can yeah. cut. Um, I like, mean, I like can I can adjust stock, cardboard. Yeah, I can put like I can put a pen in mine, and it'll actually work like a plotter. And I can do drawings with it. So I can, I've done that where I put a pen into it and printed out CAD drawings out of Fusion, and I had like a big full size set of blueprints for something. So you can put different styluses into the machine, and it'll and some of them can Maybe be a cutting tool to for something big. deeper like foam or or paper, and. Uh, and do we say yeah. how wide it is? It's really wide. It's Ra- at least Ramey, it's like three or four Ramey nozzles. goes big and doesn't go home. So. Like three or four nozzles. Three I mean, or it four was, nozzles. It was, it was, three it was big enough to do the side of a car. Yeah. So maybe four. Yeah. yeah. And then one last thing before I finish. Um, a buddy of mine uh, wanted me to print this for him. Uh, oh. I haven't I haven't fired up the FDM in a while, but he has a Spider-Man son. Mask. Yeah. So I think this goes underneath the pullover yes. mask, right? To give it mm-hmm. the shape. Is that what this yep. is? Yep. It's a face shell. Okay. Um, and but yeah, your, the, sorry. Go ahead. Does he know what he's doing with that? He's gonna put magnets. So it's know. it's for his son, Spider Man, for Comic Con. Yeah. Uh, he's got a costume. Oh, unless and, it's permanent. Yeah. If he's just in a permanent. So so you, so you can use little magnets for the eye rings. Does he have the eye rings too? He'll probably permanently attach it if it's for the. I kid. haven't seen any of it. Unless there's slots for it already. I haven't seen any of it. My buddy just said. Hey, can you print this? Because he heard I can make some stuff, and he's like, "Hey, can you make this?" I'm like, uh, "Send me the file." So and, uh, some tips so I would go say, there, but so, I... yeah, if you can find the eye, the eye rings, right? You put magnets in it, uh-huh. 
and then and then you just take them off. I'll find a picture. I'll send it to you. You just take them off. That way you can see super easy, and then just plop them on. And then the second thing, oh, was, I see. If you get like, um, it's like tent seal. It's like a, it's almost like E six thousand, and you like you kind of uh-huh. rub it on that face shell. It like holds the fabric on it like tight. So and then most oh, spider masks so, have so a it zipper in the slip? back. Yep. So it doesn't yep. slip. Yep. What's it yep. called? It's like tent seal. I'll look it up. I'll find it. Okay. Cool. Awesome. Yay. That's it. Um, I don't have anything working on my bench right now. Uh, but a couple of things I did want to talk about. Uh, if you if you go look at my uh, Instagram stories right now, I uploaded a couple photos on there. Uh, one of them is I finally tried on a Paz Vizsla helmet while I was here at John's. <laughs> finally. Oh, that was the first one. Ooh. And I love it. I love it. I can't wait. So that got me excited. And then, uh, and then when I was like packing up all my equipment to come over here today, I, I got my laptop bag and I haven't touched it since we left London. And so I was like emptying out all the pockets and stuff. And then I found our flyers that we were handing out on the show floor. And then like, um, you know, a lot of the listeners and fans that were giving us like stickers and swag and stuff. Swag, yeah. But I don't know who gave it to us, but I found a little Polaroid Mm -hmm. of us at the table. And when I pulled that out of the pocket today, I was just like, I was immediately taken back to London. And I was just like, I don't know. It felt really cool to see that. So I uploaded a photo of that too uh, and tagged you guys on it. Um, let's see. Nice. What else? That's awesome. Uh, I think that's it. There was something else I wanted to talk about, but I forgot. It <laughs> <laughs> happens. I also uploaded a photo of John's cat on my backpack because <laughs> the cats. She just, just left your bag. Completely. She moved closer to me. Yep. She's right here now. So, oh, <laughs> oh, you know, and I, I did want to give ourselves a shout out because on, on our T public page, this shirt right here, if you, if you're watching the video, the space daddy shirt, space daddy shirt, this is our most popular shirt ever. Nice. We've wow. sold the same amount of these that we've sold of our main logo shirt in a year. Oh my gosh. And that's only been out for like wow, a week and a half. That's a good yeah. shirt. So I did want... And it hasn't been taken down yet. It hasn't been taken down yet. <laughs> yeah. But here's... It's, it's going to get taken down. now. <laughs> here's, here's what I do want to say. Uh, I haven't told you guys this yet, but the other five shirts are us. Oh. Like us, us, or our characters? Oh, us? gosh. Like us in our costume. Okay. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Oh, oh boy! Now, now, awesome. now it's going to become a competition uh, who sells more. <laughs> I think we're all going to pale compared to Din. No, I mean, I think oh. I think we all know. Clearly, it's going to be crosshair. <laughs> there it goes. Here we go. Uh, well, oh, you know, sorry. like you can't find Echo merch, so now you have somewhere to find it. You can find Echo merch at uh, well. Uh, you can't find Tech anywhere, so he'll probably win. Where are you? <laughs> No, Tech's gonna win. Come on. Can can the Tech one be the picture that that Ryloth took of Tech oh, of falling, falling down? Jack. Oh no, <laughs> that'll be on the back this of the shirt. One. 
The one that we didn't take. <laughs> We're being hailed. This encryption's new. This might take a while. Okay, so we said at the top of the show that this was going to be a fast one, and clearly we are on our normal trajectory. So I'm going to do my best to try and get us back on track here. Although I've got a lot of uh, I've got a lot of news. So at the top of the lineup here, uh, so Marvel revealed that they are making a six issue comic adaptation of the Obi Wan Kenobi series. So uh, written by Jody Hauser, uh, penciled by Salvador Larocca. Uh, each issue is basically going to be one episode of the show, so there'll be six. Um, Hauser's, uh, the, the writer's previous work includes uh, the Star Wars series uh, Empire, Yoda, and the Thrawn uh, adaptations. And then LaRocca's previous work, he's got a lot here. So uh, Darth Vader, just the Star Wars show, uh, Dr. Aphra, Kersantan, and uh, or I guess the Kersantan one is, is subtitled Star Wars Tales. So... Um, and the same article also mentioned that Marvel's working on an adaptation of Mandalorian season two uh, in the same vein. So eight episodes, one per episode of the show. Uh, Stellan Skarsgård did an interview with uh, the Dagobah Dispatch, which I guess is Entertainment Weekly's Star Wars centric podcast. They do. I didn't know they had that. <clears throat> um, I'm not going to go over everything that, that they talked about because uh, I, I want people to go check it out. But um, he had this to say about his monologue that, you know, the speech that he did down in the caverns, um, the big monologue that, that was so good. The best, so, the best speech in the star Wars. Yeah. Ever. So he says, I mean, of course I knew I had a speech and that was, and that it was very well written. <clears throat> Excuse me. And it was probably one of the best scenes in the season. He's patting himself on the back. A little know, bit yeah. Um, and I worked on it. And when we shot it, somehow I was tense. I think that I said, let's let's go again. Let's go again. I think I did it 10 times in a row, very fast, right on top of each other, 10 times, like, go, go, go. And then it was good. And then I was satisfied and the director was satisfied. So I, I think he recognized that, you know, that was that speech was going to be a, a pivotal moment. And it was. I mean, it, it turned out to be a fantastic part of the season. So. Um, and then he also had this to say regarding uh, Tony Gilroy's participation in the current uh, writer's strike. So he said, uh, that's going great. I mean, Tony Gilroy has gone on strike as of the 1st of May. He finished the scripts right on that day, and then he shut off his phone and disappeared into a picket line somewhere. Uh, so we'll see. He claims that the series is director-proof and actor-proof, which means that it can, can't be destroyed. He says, we'll see if it works. But it sounds like, um, from his perspective, things are still moving on as business as usual. So I'm curious to see how that'll show. And we've got a little bit of a buffer. I mean, there's a lot of time between now and when the show airs. They already had a lot of time rigged in there for post-production. They can, they can amend the schedule in plenty of places to make up for it. So I think that they are, they're future proof just from a timing perspective on that show. So um, speaking of the writer strike though, and, and, and maybe even though we thought that it would be, but it maybe isn't actually related to that, but the uh, upcoming Ray centric, uh, new Jedi Order film is still set for an April 24 shoot date, even with the timeline impacts. Sorry, April 2024. There's still that was the original shoot date that they had penciled in for that. That did not move, even though they pushed out the release date by about six months. So um, they said, you know, we thought the the strike was the likely reason for the delay, um, and it actually indirectly could be because Disney's now saying that the reason that Star Wars was pushed out because Avatar three got pushed out. And so Avatar 3 got pushed into December. They haven't said why, but it 
presumably could be about the strike and they don't want their own properties competing one so the same people that are going to go see avatar are the same people that want to go see a star wars film and a marvel film and so they try not to stack those up against each other so um because of that they pushed the new jedi order film out so that was a little bit on top we mentioned we had talked about that a little bit i think it was last week so that's going to be interesting to see how that movie does because the only other star wars movie that's been released uh in may since disney took over was solo and that i guess from a box office perspective didn't do so well well, yeah i don't think that had anything to do with the date though comparatively speaking to the december movies personally i like solo but it's just me yeah um the article didn't so i didn't have it in my notes here and i wasn't going to mention it but but the article also talked about um the, the Filoni film and how they actually don't expect there to be, even though Filoni, um, he was actually not, is he in the, uh, I'm trying to remember if he's in the writer's guild or not. And the point that they were making in the article was that that is such a well-oiled machine. They're used to running multiple projects under the same flagship of Star Wars on the same lot at the same time and keeping them all on track. They don't feel like, even a schedule shift for the filming of that's not going to impact the release because Filoni will just make it up somewhere else along the timeline. It's, it's too smooth of a process for him because he's already juggling multiple shows, multiple projects. So fans of the Jedi fallen order and Jedi survivor games, listen up. If you are in the Southern California area and are free this upcoming Sunday and have some money to spend, you might be interested in this. So Cameron, uh, Monaghan, uh, so, Cal Kestis. Cal Kestis. Will be present for this Sunday's Game Awards 10-year concert at the Hollywood Bowl. Um, oh. So, and he's going to be there to introduce the uh, music from from the Star Wars uh, Jedi Fallen Order and Jedi Survivor games. So uh, the special live concert event celebrates the unforgettable role music plays in video games. Lauren Balf leads the Hollywood Bowl Orchestra in music selections and suites from Arcane, Diablo, Elden Ring, Final Fantasy VI, God of War, Hades, Hogwarts Legacy, League of Legends, Marvel Spider-Man, Starfields, and Star Wars Jedi, and The Last of Us, uh, with live performances uh, also by Gustavo Santanala and Tenacious D. The Tenacious D part sounds... <laughs> Like you got like the orchestra and the Hollywood Bowl and then Tenacious D, which was awesome, but <laughs> still, it's like one of these things is not like the I'm other. For it. I'm here for it. So that's this Sunday. That sounds fun. Yeah. yeah. Um, so I, I looked at the Hollywood Bowl website and tickets are actually still on sale for almost every section. So the cheapest ones started at like 60 bucks and then they go all the way up into the 200s, depending on the section you want to be in. I remembered what I was going to talk about uh, in the workbench. You want to? Pause it was. We'll, we'll edit that back in. Go ahead. Oh no, it was about Diablo. Oh, okay. Four. Yeah, because that's all I've been doing is playing Diablo for like night and day. Did that oh. just come out? Yeah. Yeah. So when you said Diablo, it reminded me of it. That giant, um, that giant creature. Those guys three D printed were amazing. Shout out to Joe's live feed. I'm 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 not falling asleep. I'm good. I promise. <laughs> that's what they're like John, they're about john's so going to fall asleep in his drink tonight oh tonight <laughs> maybe but not right now okay uh so okay bringing it bringing it back <laughs> does everybody remember the video game star wars eclipse 
You don't, right? Like the one that they no, the one that they yes. You yes, do. Exactly. I know and I knew you the would. Video. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we got like a trailer back in yes. 2021 for this game. And yes. it was so they released a trailer at the Game Awards in 2021 where we got our first and so far only trailer for the video game Star Wars Eclipse. What is this? So this game, from a, from an announcement perspective, this game predates the Star Wars Outlaw game that we talked about last week. Um, so we've known about this one for a while, but it's been I, very quiet. Like they I released thought, that trailer two years ago, and it's been cricket I since then. I thought the game was like canceled immediately after because of the CEO problem. Okay, so I got I have show notes. got the scoop. I got oh, okay. I got show notes here. So, <laughs> okay, so they've been working on the game since 2020, and and yes, I, like I think because of all the hoopla that uh, Outlaw got last week, they're like, hey, we're still here. So they mm. they released a little bit of press this this week. So, um, the the game uh, Quantum Dream is the game studio behind Eclipse, and uh, yeah, I think they were feeling a little left out. So they've said, hey, the game is still in development, moving forward. Um, even pointed out the issues around problems in the workplace that the game studio had or in the past. That's probably what you were hearing. So the, in a statement, they said it is far behind us. We'll work with our teams every day. It's going very, very well. 
We're focused on game development. That's the only thing that interests us. We're, we decided to lead the studio in another direction to really have perfect editorial control over our studio. And so supposedly the game is, is so ambitious because it's a bit of an open world and kind of like there's it's multiple world and multiplayer. Oh, and their original game engine that they are their other games that studios other games are built on is not built for that. And they tried to run those features on their engine and it wasn't working. So it sounds like I think that that's actually what he means in that last bit of his statement saying that they've um, that they're taking the studio in another direction. I think that they're incorporating a different game engine that they haven't announced yet, but that will make the game sustainable for them. But all of that said, um, based on the, the lack of progress that we've seen, um, analysts in the industry are saying that they put the release somewhere around 2027 or 2028. So yeah. it's out there for a while. But okay. if if the game's half Dude, as it looks awesome. if the game's half as epic as that trailer is, it's going to be good. These these games are just getting amazing and I have no problem waiting. Like Diablo 4, I waited like 10 years for it, maybe more than 10 years for it. And like it, it is just the the graphics on it are amazing, but even what's more amazing is the amount of story that these digital artists can now like incorporate into mm -hmm. it. Because it's the the lore in these games, it's just so rich, yeah, and it's expansive. Because you have to have like you can have your linear story of you know uh, uh, the campaign mode, but once you open it up into an open world, there has to be content in there, and it's just they don't they don't fail to deliver. So if these guys are are was it Quantum Studio or something? Uh, yeah, quantum dream, quantic dream, quantic. quantic so I dream. mean, if they're gonna if they're gonna make Eclipse the MMO that we were thinking the outlaw would have been, that's what's up. Yeah, that crazy like Inquisitor looking alien with the big head that was cool. Yeah, I tell you those all the aliens, man. They look it looks like it's straight out of the out of the shows so yeah cool. the cg in that trailer is amazing so uh it, it's on par with any any of the cg that we see in the shows or films so Do we know who those guys are in the trailer that are beating the drums no no nope we don't know anything about any of it Voldemort jr yeah 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 okay so emails went out today um from star wars celebration in london so they are going to be releasing the leftover merch that didn't sell on site at the show on their online store so um 2023 ticket holders were going, are going to have an early chance at the remaining merch starting on June 23rd at noon Eastern time. And then a few days later, general sale will go open to everybody for whatever's left um, on the 26th at noon. And so I was looking through, they've got um, they, they, a lot of t-shirts, a couple little tchotchke kind of things, a couple stuffed animals. So it's not the full selection of what was available at the show, but there's like, if you want so, wanted some of that, especially in the t-shirts, there's quite a bit left. So. Um, reminder that one week from today on June 28th, we're going to get a new episode of Disney gallery. <laughs> the dog is clearly very excited about this. So the dog wanted me to point out that it is going to be focused on, uh, Mandalorian season three. It's going to be just be one episode. It's not going to be a multi episode like the first season's worth was, but, uh, so next that's a week from today as we record next Wednesday. 
And last but not least, if this is something new, and I didn't tell anybody else about this, but if you, our listeners, have any news that you want to hear us talk about on the show, send an email with a link or a screenshot or whatever you want to news at thedadbatch.com, and that will come straight to me, and I will work on getting that incorporated into next week's news. And that is it for the news. Why did you make me do this? I guess you have a choice. You want a war? Or do you want to just give me a gun? My father, he go toilet on my hands. Oh my God. Urine is oh 35 God. degrees Celsius, oh staves off the frostbite. How is this relevant? You know, fathers. That's right. It's another week of Hunter's Hard Drive, Star Wars edition, Visions, season two, episode seven, The Bandits of Golok. Uh, This is by 88 Pictures, based in India, and the synopsis is, Fleeing from their village by train and pursued by ferocious imperial forces, uh, a boy and his force-sensitive sister seek refuge in a vibrant and dangerous Daba. I felt like I was watching... Okay, so we we had talked when we did... um, When we talked about the Tales of the Jedi, Mm -hmm. how it felt like it was sort of like updated Clone Wars-style animation. I felt because of some of the visual aesthetic and the fact that the timeline and everything, I, I felt like I was watching that same animation style, but updated on top of Rebels. Like, because the speeder bikes that they were right. flying were the same style of speeder bikes that they had in Rebels, a little different than what we see in Return of the Jedi. Um, and so I, I had like, oh, wow. I had like a yeah. major um, Rebels vibe throughout the whole thing. But the animation style was very close in my mind to what we saw in Tales of the Jedi. So it was super good. The animation was great. Right on. And I, I also like how we're essentially getting a little bit of a taste of each of the countries that these there's the, mm-hmm. like it's not they all just their own flavor. it's not just that they are produced in different countries by different studios, but there is a little bit of that country's culture incorporated into each of them. And I almost Absolutely. wonder if that was some of the instructions that maybe they were given because it feels or maybe like a, a freedom to include if they if they, or, or maybe it was just that just that because it I, is cool but to I, see an indian version or you know yeah uh, a Jap- more japanese version i i feel like there's a little bit of each country's culture incorporated into each of what we're seeing which i really like so because i, I can't help but think of that go, question go. you know what, what was given to these folks you know where were the parameters and that'd be really cool to see you know the guidelines given to the directors and writers of these shows uh, if they were allowed to use, obviously they were allowed to use, you know, their background culture and whatever, but, um, yeah, I liked it. It was good. It was great. And Brian, what'd you think? I know you watched them all. What? Huh? Go on. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Steve. Steven needs a new Capri Sun. His yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, what would you think of that episode? I haven't watched Visions yet. I've been home for a day. <laughs> okay. All right. I wasn't even home a day. I was home an hour and a half. Well. On Father's Day. Well. Uh, well, for uh, in in lieu of your answer, for the people asking in the chat what flavor... Pacific Cooler. Oh, nice. That's a good flavor. That's the one. And uh, <laughs> I got one. That, that, that about wraps it up. 
for your information, the stinger of a Yalvik queen is a delicacy on some planets. All right, gents. So I have one question. Uh, this is going to make you think and go back in time. And here's an option. You don't have to do this. It's just an option. All right. You can pass and not answer. But if you could go back and relive one full year of your life and you're not allowed to change anything, you take the good, the bad, all of it. If you could go back and live, relive one year of your life, what, uh, what, hap- what makes that year so special? And if you don't want to relive it, you don't have to. You can just say pass. I'm, I'm good with what I did and, and I'm fine with it. But if there's a specific year that comes to mind, what would that year be? And what, what made it so special? That's that's a. I love how everybody's looking at the wow, ceiling. That's a man. loaded like, question. What, Brian? Do you look like you have an answer? He's like the summer of six. I, I mean, the <laughs> the summer of sixteen. I, I mean, I'd say Levi, my daughter's first year, because that was that was awesome. And they, the kids. I think you you said it on Father's Day, Joe. You talked about how like. When they're small, when they're small, when they're small, like man, it it happens quick. So it does happen super fast, and they're so cute when they're babies. Even though it's weird at first, it's a different kind of challenge, right? And you're cleaning up green poop diapers and going, "What is coming out of this person?" But (laughs) to go back and do it again when you—it's a lot of work to go back and do again. Do you know (laughs) intentionally? Do you? Yeah. It's a lot of lot of poop. But, well, I mean, it, a lot of diapers, a lot of lot of. It's a special lot time. Of trash. A lot of poop, green poop. Hi, me. All different colors of poop, of poop. Back in the day, used to poop a lot. Pushed all those diapers away and everything. That's right. Oh, I'm so good, much baby. money oh, wasted on those diapers. For me? Oh, you're done here. I'll take it. So, uh, the first year of Levi, Brian? Yeah. Okay, that's a good answer. It's your answer. Whatever you want to give. I'm trying to think, guys. What do you think? I think. Uh, there, there's one year where I lived with my dad in Argentina. I was 10 years old. Mm-hmm. And I remember it being so fun because it was kind of like an adventure. Because I grew up here in the States. And, and I spoke Spanish and I came to Argentina every year to visit. But I never stayed longer than like a month or so at a time. Um, and at that time I stayed. I had a bike. I had friends. I went to school. And I remember it being like, oh, wow. Yeah, yeah. Like, like full, full on. Everything. Fifth grade. Um, and it, it was a hard year also because it was hard. The, the language was um, a bit lost on me at that age because I didn't practice it when I was younger and it was hard to relearn it. So I got kind of picked on for having a weird accent. But otherwise, it was really, really fun. Uh, played a lot with my friends and, and, and all that. So if any year I could relive, obviously, some people are saying, oh, obviously, the year his daughter was born. That's yeah, a lot of work, man. <laughs> we, 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 we've had better years after that and it was much better. Um, no, and, and, and those are amazing years as well. But I think if I had to choose, of it, course. it, it yeah. would be the, that year in Argentina that was just kind of like 10 years old, messing around with friends, getting into trouble, riding our bikes around. And yeah, and uh, that's cool, yeah, dude. Super fun. That's awesome. Yeah. You guys have an answer? I can go if you guys. I mean, I, 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 it's like asking me to. I can't like say, oh, the year that so and so was born, because it's like asking me to pick between my kids. So I can't. <laughs> yeah, I can't, that doesn't, that work, doesn't for work for me. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, I mean, otherwise, I think I, you, like you said, uh, if we want to, we could just pass. So I guess I'm going to go with that because I don't think I, 
I don't okay. think I'd relive it. Uh, I know, I know okay. the exact year. It'd be 2015, and it'd be the entire year, start to finish. Uh, that year was that because that's the year we met. No, oh, never. <laughs> <Aww>. <laughs> we met 2016. Okay, whatever. Uh, no, but 20, 2015. <laughs> uh, so on. My my birthday is on New Year's Eve, December thirty first, and so oh dang, so on December thirty first, twenty fourteen, uh, my wife took me to Disneyland, and I thought that, you know, after fireworks or whatever happens at you know nine o'clock at night, uh, I thought that was it for the evening, uh, or for the day, and so she offered to drive home, and then, when I woke up about an hour, two hours later in the car, we were on a road, nowhere near home. It was pitch black in the middle of nowhere. And I'm, I'm waking up it's like 2 AM and I'm like, where the heck are we? Don't you know how to get home? And, uh, she had a whole surprise plan that she was driving us to San Francisco for the new year. And we watched the sunrise on the golden gate bridge on 2015. And that was kind of like the year that so many life changing events happened for me that year. Um, uh, and I lost like almost 200 pounds uh, that year. Um, I got into costuming star Wars celebration, Anaheim rekindled my, my love for the franchise. Uh, gosh, what else happened? Um, I started actually like going on vacations, like just to enjoy and have fun. Uh, with my wife um it was just a really good year and then it was a really really good year because the next year we ended up having a baby (laughs) so yeah oh oh is that kind of year but it was just like it was a good year one of two times that's great good for you so it was just like you know from from literally from from sunrise (laughs) from sunrise on the first day to sunset on the last day it was an exceptional year what? Oh, I yeah. thought you you were doing something else from sunrise to sunset. That's a long. That was nice. Day. That was a good one, Stephen. It's a long day. So for me, uh, when I thought about this question, uh, what comes to mind is 2013, or no, it's 2012 or 2013. I can't remember what exactly what year, but it was a specific year where we'd already been going to Disneyland. I was back from basically my last deployment with the family at the time. And, uh, and we bought, I don't know if they still sell it, but there's a, there's an annual pass that gives you unlimited access to not only Disneyland, but also Disney world. And, and so we, we invested for the whole family, the four of us. And, uh, and I want to say we went over 50 times, right? So from San Diego, driving up over the weekend to, to Disneyland, went to Disney world a bunch of times. Uh, just a lot of good memories, tons and tons of photos, tons of pictures. The boys started collecting pins and they were that perfect age. I want to say they're like 11 and 13, maybe, um, 11 and 12 ish is when they were. Yeah. It's just, it was just a fun, fun age. You don't have to worry about pooping in diapers. You don't have to worry about all their stuff. They're kind of, they're kind of on cruise control, right? They just kind of, they're, they're, they're super fun. And, uh, so that was a really special. Just year. don't get kidnapped. That's, that's the only, just. Don't get kidnapped. Yeah. Yeah. That's it. What, what? Go buy a churro. I, what? Huh? What? Stay safe. That's just a pro tip. Don't okay. get kidnapped. Yeah, your um, kids are your kids when your kids are are uh 
self-contained uh, and they yeah. you don't need to like, you don't have to like, you know, that, you don't that is actually a good like, point. There's a, That's there's a, a you guys aren't there yet. So you have no idea. So this is, yeah. this is the adults are talking. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Ramey, our kids are on us like 7 still, so. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, there's there's this moment where you're like, oh, you can go over there, just just don't get kidnapped. Yeah, right. It's a different mode of uh, of uh, of fear, right? So there's yeah. there's uh, anxiety and fear. Yeah, all throughout childhood, it changes and shifts based off of their their maturity or yeah. immaturity. Yeah. yeah, very well said. Good call. Don't get kidnapped. That's a moral of the story. Yeah. Oh, why are we doing this? <laughs> I want to clean my gun and be alone with my thoughts. And I don't need to talk about anything else. How you doing, Brian? I want to go home. <laughs> That's it. That's all he has to say. It's like Forrest Gump. That's all he has to say and about that. That's fair. That's a fair one. Relatable. Um, since I just read this, uh, Metalorian asked what I'm drinking. It is a sour grava tangerine beer from Edmonds Coast Brewing here in Charleston, South Carolina. Anything but water. I got water too. There you go. That's it. What a show, guys. Good up. We did it. We overcame the technology. We did it. We beat it. Well, that was a show. We win. It was a show. <laughs> we win. We need. Steven's got to go edit this. <laughs> we'll, we'll see you next, nah, we'll just, see you next week, just, buddy. Just upload it. Uh, if you enjoyed listening, feed the algorithm and give us five stars in your podcast app. Be sure to subscribe to our YouTube channel. Our Road to 1000 contest is almost halfway done, and there's still time to enter. Just subscribe and you can be entered to win an Alpha Ignition helmet of your choice, casted by the Dad Batch. Keep saying that. Should I not? I know, I mean, I don't remember agreeing to it, but... It's already been said. I know, but it's like... It's out there. It's too late. I always wonder, like, how... We voted. How did we get It was the week that you weren't on the show. Yeah, Yeah, we voted. It was unanimous. When I wasn't here. Thanks so much. Luigi kept quit backpedaling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can follow me at stevie.kicks on Instagram, sometimes Twitter. Gentlemen, let the listeners know where they can find you, Joe. Tech Dad Bad Batch. And Ramey. News at thedadbatch.com. Oh. And John. Alpha Ignition. And Brian. I forgot. It's like never anywhere but home. Yeah, not at home. <laughs> Mama, I'm coming home. Brian. At- Crosshair.com. Nice. Can we reserve that? You. <laughs> we don't Mama, need more. Home. Home. Or, or we Crosshair.com. Mama, I'm coming we home. I'll crosshair.com. I think, I think Ozzy Osbourne's Some, already Someday we'll do there. Cooking yeah, with Crosshair. Is. Someday. Someday. Get that, get that one. Cooking with Crosshair.com. <laughs> Thank you again for listening to episode 45 of the Dad Batch Podcast. Be sure to tune in next week for episode 46. And until next time, enjoy your spice responsibly.
Very cool. Thank you, Ramey. Good job, Ramey. That's amazing. I got through it, people. <laughs> Give that man an award. I'm, t- I'm telling you what, dude. Like, if you have Joe's chat going. Dude, Brian's just, I, I'm, I'm Brian's just talking to just just That's everybody's why I'm in it now, yeah, because I'm looking over at Ramey's and it's just Brian talking crap. And, I'm like, what is and I'm, I'm like, trying, Brian's talking a lot in there, there and, I, and I'm reading it and I'm like, what the John's reacting. Now I'm I get it the there. dog and the cat going crazy over here. Steven's just shaking his head. I got Joe's chat and I'm just trying to read the news guys. <laughs> I'm telling you, it's the, it's the ultimate companion. Everyone's talking do that. I see all of you. I, I say something. Joe looks at the camera. I can see. All of a sudden like it's zoomed in other. on me and Joe's live. It's just all my face. I'm like, all right. I see where this is going. You know, you know, I'm the. I see where this I'm, is going. I'm the Ben doing all of this. You are not. I'm no, the ben you're, you're the it. you're the instigator. You're the one that. that you're the one. I'm you're the, the, one the spark middle. that's lighting the fire. <laughs> you're you're the one that throws the lid zippo and he walks away. <laughs> and you're like, oh, I, it wasn't me.